all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Yes, yes. That's a part for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's a shout out and applause for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, of what he done for the world. What he done for the world. I don't want to be selfish to just say me. Yes, I am part of the world so I can save the world of what he done on the cross over 2,000 years ago for the world. And it's amazing, including myself, how we used to believe that the only way to be forgiven of sins was to be saved first. I was taught that. I grew up believing that. I taught that in church. I taught that in my past ministries, that the only way to be saved, I mean, the only way to be forgiven of your sins is to be saved first. Now, you have this teaching out there from a lot of grace teachers and some limited uh, believers, that's a Trey Cersei saying, and traditional churches that know that the whole world has been forgiven of their sins. But they put that but on there. They add that you got to believe it first. You have to believe it first. Why? Because they get forgiveness and salvation mixed up. They think they come in one package. They think being forgiven is of sins brings salvation. That's almost like a universal teaching. And some grace teachers and some dispensation has been called universalists. <laughs> really. Uh, it could be further from the truth. Because universalists are confused about it just as much as the body, some people in the body of Christ and their traditional churches when it comes to being forgiven. When it comes to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19, that God is not imputing any trespasses against no man. Uh, no, nobody in the world. Uh, another confusion is people get that mixed up like God took away everybody's sin. That means they got that mixed up but that you won't sin again. And you might have something, man, I sin every day. How can my sins be gone? No, your sin access is not gone. You have a sin nature. You will continue to sin. You, continue, you will continue to be somewhat rotten and filthy or a thief or a killer or a rapist or a pervert. Those acts are not going away. He didn't take that away. He took away the penalty and the charges against you. You understand that? The charges against you. Another confusion, because he took away the penalty and the charges against you does not mean that you're not guilty. You are still guilty as you have ever been. You are still guilty of what you have done, but you are not being charged for it. 
you understand that part. You are not being charged. You and I are not being charged for it. You're not justified. See, you're just forgiven. Let me say this again. You're not justified in the eyes of God. You, you're just forgiven. The difference between being forgiven and justified, forgiven, he's not charging you for the acts that you do, and you will do more. Justification is like you have never seen, period. You see the difference. And the only way to be justified in God is to be saved and become righteous in the eyes of God. And that's believing what Jesus did. You understand? That's the difference. So uh, forgiveness does not bring justification. It does not bring righteousness. It does not bring salvation because all those things is part of being saved. You are not saved because you're forgiven. That's why you can go to hell being forgiven. Not for your sins, for your unbelief. Because Christ took care of the sins. A lot of you don't want to accept that. You ain't God either. So don't get a headache about it. A lot of you don't understand that. You ain't God either. So leave that part alone. Let God be God and you be you. Alright? Forgiveness does not equal salvation. That's a lot of confusion with a lot of race believers, limited, limited forgiveness people, denominational teaching. It makes them look good, make us look good when we tell somebody, oh, they need to get themselves together. They need to, uh, you know, the Lord, the Lordship type of uh, ministering out there, you know, with the, the Ray Confers and the, uh, the John uh, MacArthur's and the Kirk Camerons and the Lordship Salvation type of teachers or the Covenant Theology type of teachers. See, it makes you make us look good when we tell somebody they need to get it right. See, and don't even know the only way we was able to get saved because our forgiveness was already taken care of. We can't impress God with our own righteousness. See, you gotta, it's, that shit you would think that people will rejoice because that would make your witnessing easier. You would think. That would make your way because you are not condemning no one for their sins. Because most people think they can't stop sinning, which is true. They can't. You can't, and you saved. Majority of the people in the world just don't. The ones that try to understand what sin is, a lot of people don't care. But no one can stop sinning. Not even a believer can stop sinning. But only difference, a believer get the full package. They get the they get the righteousness. They become justified. They will become glorified in the future. They're redeemed and they're saved. They go into the heavenly places. That's the big difference between justification and forgiveness. Big difference. Forgiveness is only forgiveness of your sins. Justification is just like you have never sinned before in your life. You see the difference. And you spotless. You spotless. Okay. My point is the difference between a person that's been forgiven of their sins and not being charged is also spotless. See? But they're still guilty. And they are not saved. And they are not righteous in the eyes of God. And they are not justified. But they are forgiven. Keep this in mind. The only way to be saved, you had to be forgiven 
first. Your sins have to be wiped away first. When we say, okay, you have to believe first. You have to be saved first to get the full forgiveness. What full forgiveness? You even you either fully forgiven or you're not. There's no higher forgiveness. There's not being forgiven before the cross and then the rest of it come after the cross after salvation. No, you're either fully forgiven or you're not forgiven at all. You understand what I'm saying? You, you, you can't spread it out like that. Yeah, I believe Christ died for all our sins, but the fullness of forgiveness of sins only happens after salvation. No, you either forgiveness all the way. God don't do nothing halfway. You're either forgiven all the way or you're not forgiven at all. Your focus is on, when you talk about, most people talk about forgiveness, they think it has to do with salvation, a free trip to heaven. That's why it's hard for them to accept that. It's hard for a lot of teachers to teach that. Because they think you ain't responsible for that. You're just responsible for telling people the truth about reconciliation, being ambassadors. You, we are responsible for telling them what the Bible says. Not to break down, you know, what, why you don't believe it. We are responsible what uh, to, do, to tell, go reconcile the world back to God. And the only way that they could be reconciled back to God like you and I is to tell them that all their sins have been forgiven and God is not charging you for your sins. Now, you can be saved. We need to tell people that so they won't be confused. They will understand, grace teachers, if we let them know that first. Their mind will be more open up to listening to you then. Not doing the right conflict thing to tell you you need to stop your sinning because they keep you sin-focused. And you can't see yourself stopping. You tell them your sins have been forgiven. Now you can't be saved. That'll help people that are struggling with addictions. Same-sex homosexuality, drug addicts, fornicators and stuff like that. You let them know you have been forgiven. But even though you're forgiven, don't you know you can still go to hell? We need to explain that to them. Forgiveness does not equal salvation or a free ride to heaven. Forgiveness just opens the door for you to be saved. You see what I'm saying? You got the key now. You open that door, you still got to know the code to get to eternity. And the code is believing what Jesus did. Not who he was, but believing what Jesus did to enter into the VIP section. You understand what I'm saying? You have an invitation. You have been clear. You have an invitation. But like some societies and some businesses, you don't have the code to get in yet. And the only way you get the only way you get that code is believing in a certain membership or something like that to get in that society or whatever. Now I know that's a bad way to put it, and most of those are evil societies. But my point is. Forgiveness is just a payment or a paid way for you to be saved now. It doesn't automatically bring salvation. That's the big misconception when it comes to forgiveness. Okay? That's how many people cannot take or cannot don't understand a lot of Paul's teachings or comprehend what Paul is trying to teach. His message is not like the four gospels. His message is not like the books of Peter, James, and John's five. 
or anywhere else, you know, in the past. And it's not meant to be. So when it comes to forgiveness, the important thing to understand how God, what God is doing today, he doesn't have to forgive you. That's already been done. You just need to be saved. Let me say this again. Salvation for today is just believed to be saved, not being forgiven. That shouldn't even come out of a believer's mouth. Salvation today is just believing that Jesus done already. He's the son of God. No, you don't have to believe that. You just believe that he died and he was buried and he rose again for all mankind's sin. What came with that? The forgiveness of the world's sin. You believe that you will be saved. Not believing that he forgave of your sins, because that's already been done. Believing that he made that sacrifice and completed that, and you're making him Lord and Savior of your life. I know that's very untraditional than your traditional upbringing, but that's the Bible. Believe it. It didn't say no format, but believe it. In Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. January and then receive it. That's all the Bible requires us to do. Just believe that. Why would he only say that Paul did not say anything about forgiving of sins? First, he just said believe it. For the key to be in salvation, the key to be justified in the eyes of God, the key to be righteous in the eyes of God, the key to be set up for glorification and redemption or reconciled and set for the heavenly places is only one way to believe. Not forgiven of sins, because that's been out the way already. That's been taken care of already. Okay? That's been taken care of already. Alright? Now, in the next couple of segments, I'm going to slowly but surely get into, let you listen to maybe a couple of videos of people that call themselves Christians. I'm not talking about the outside world, because I know they don't. But they call themselves believers, and I doubt their salvation if they don't believe Paul's teachings. They are self-made Christians that reject the teachings of Paul. And they reject it hard, too. They, they really reject Paul's teachings very hard. I can expect that from the Muslim and the Hebrew Israelites and a lot of them and a lot of other cults and sects. But, you know, it's kind of hard to swallow when you hear it from a so-called believer. You know, a so-called believer that said they, uh, Paul's teachings, is not, even though it's in the Bible, they're going to take 13 letters and say that they are false in their error. If you don't believe those 13 letters, you don't believe the Bible. God, you can't believe part of the Bible and not the rest. If you don't believe a little of the Bible, you don't believe the Bible at all, especially the finished work of God. It's almost like blasphemy, you know. I'm going to get into that on these people who rejected Paul's letters. What fools they are to do this. God bless you all. Peace out. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.